This is the Leading Second Podcast, where we're on a mission to raise up uncommon church builders and be the kind of leaders our pastors would kill to have on the team. Welcome to a special edition of the Leading Second Podcast live from Team Church Conference 2019. My name is Brandon Stewart and uh, Lindsay and I, my wife and I have the incredible honor of leading this tribe of uncommon church builders that we're calling Leading Second. And Leading Second is a part of the Team Church tribe. So we're live at Team Church Conference and we're here with a pop-up and some podcast recordings and uh, we're just having a lot of fun uh, at a really big, really, really fun conference. And um, co-hosting with me today, for our live from Team Church episode is the one, the only, Kendra Green from Skybreak Church in College Station, Texas. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad you guys brought your team and you are one of my smartest friends. Oh, like, thank you. Like unmatched. That is very flattering to hear. You know, it, it's on the <laughs> Team Church bingo, you know, um, on, on Instagram if somebody asks you your Enneagram number. Yep. And you're actually a certified coach. Yep. So I fill that box for you. So you're, you're welcome. So Kendra's, uh, <laughs> Kendra's, uh, spiritual gift is Enneagram. Yep. Anyways. And, uh, we have a live audience here. I don't know if you guys can hear them, but you can make some noise live audience. Let's hear. So we actually have people in the room and, um, we're having fun at the conference. We had a leading second pop-up and session. And if you didn't get to catch it online, we will be posting that later on. Uh, before we get into our interview today, I want you to hear from some of the leaders who stopped by our pop-up as to what this conference experience has meant to them. Let's let's listen to that for a second. Hey, I'm Chris Upton from Movement Church in Orange County, California. Uh, if I could tell you one thing I got from the conference, it was from the preaching master's class. Pastor Kevin said to really, really think about the people you're speaking to. Put the yoke on, and red, be ready to plow that field. Hi, my name is Jalita. I am from Great Church in Spruce Grove. And one thing I got from the conference was to be authentic and intentional. Hi, my name is Troy Warden. I'm actually from Celebration Church from Nampa, Idaho. And one of the things that really impacted me during this whole conference, from the preaching all the way into the lab sessions that they have, is just everyone's authentic um, transparency in the issues that they deal with as lead pastors or worship leaders and discussing real issues and actually just giving real heart-to-heart answers. And I really love and appreciate that. My name is Hala. I'm from Home Church, Pinocchio, Alberta. And if one thing I got out of uh, Team Church is what Steven Sturck said, that I don't need to audition for God, I already got the part. Hey, my name is Josh Engler from Grace Avenue Church in San Antonio, Texas. So excited to be at Team Church Conference this year. And if I could pick two quick things from conference that that are my takeaways, Pastor Kevin Gerald's message about just bringing more fun into ministry uh, really hit me. And so I'm going to go take that home and put it into practice. Uh, But then when uh, Pastor Stephen talked about uh, not having to prove my calling, but my calling already being proven, uh, it just brought so much clarity uh, brought so much encouragement to my spirit just to know that like God has already spoken this is my son in whom I'm well pleased with but before I do any of the work and so uh, I just rest on that and, and I'm so encouraged by it 
Hi, my name is Erica. I'm from Home Church in Red Deer, Canada. If I could choose one thing from Team Church Conference that really stood out to me, it was when Pastor Stephen Furtick was talking about the insecurities and the mind monsters uh, that get into our heads that try and tell us that we got to prove ourselves and I got out of it that I just need to trust God that he has placed me in my calling and that I got to push those things aside and stand firm in confidence that I am where I'm supposed to be. All right, well, so for today, for our live episode, I am excited and honored to be joined by my good friend and one of our team church contributors, Pastor Dan Ward from Victory Church in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, man, it's a joy to get to be here at Team Church Conference and to be with Leading Seconds. Awesome. And I'm so glad you're part of our team, our contributors. I think one of the things I love the most about you that we're going to talk about today is that you. it's been fun watching you the last, what's been, eight months mm. or yeah. a year maybe. Yeah, um, January. Ste- step into um, leading church as a lead pastor. But uh, up until now, you've spent your life as a second chair leader under... Pastor John Siebling, and even my pastor's dad, yes, Pastor Kevin's dad, Roy Gerald. Papa Roy, we call him, um, yeah. Bishop I, Gerald. Yeah, we, we, and you and I go back years because of yeah. that, and um, I just wanted you to know I respect you so highly. I admire you, and um, the wisdom that you have always brought to my life and to our tribe from the second chair was incredible, and now I'm sure that perspective is even enhanced now that you're seeing the other side. Yes. Yeah. I've learned, I'm learning a lot about what I didn't do so well when I was in the second chair that I thought I did great. <laughs> well, it's actually what we're going to talk about today is what you didn't do right. How about that? Yeah. Okay, uh, we're just going to kind of go on that, on that All right. uh, train. No, I'm joking. Um, why Why do you love the Team Church tribe? Like, like why, oh, why are you a wow. part of this group? We could fill the whole podcast with that. I think the fun factor, uh, Pastor Kevin, if you didn't get to hear it and you're listening to this podcast and you were not here at the conference last night, you need to listen to his message about having fun and yes. joy and the laughter and the camaraderie of being together and family. It's just, you know, we play together, we eat together, we have late nights together, people work hard together, care about each other. Um, it's not just a conference. It's yeah. it's family that fights it out for each other. And uh, just all the pats on the backs and the encouragement, you know, whether you're drinking coffee out in front of the building before it gets started or you run into people in the airport, you know, I mean, we, it's just, it's, yeah, it's the closeness. Like yeah. I think those are probably the big reasons. And then Pastor Kevin's just pulls us up out of small. It's one of the things I appreciate wow, him. That's well said. Probably the yeah. most well is like, I get here and I'm like, that was small thinking and that's small thinking. And Dan, you got to yeah. get big again. Wow, yeah, I, I gotta stay up, and that's one of our hallmarks now. One of our codes for, for the conference is you know living big. Absolutely, big. Uh, we introduced the Team Church Code, and if you head to TeamChurchConference.com, uh, you can read that uh, for yourself. I'm sure it's also on YouTube yes. somewhere. Uh, but um, so we're going to talk today about um, the second chair. This is leading second. You've now been on both sides of yes. the second chair. And I'm going to ask the first question. Kendra and I are just going to go back and forth. We'll see wherever uh, this goes. What is the greatest need you see today with second chair leaders? I mean, what what are we missing and what are we not seeing in the second chair? I think you said it really great a minute ago about how now being in the first chair, you're looking back to when you were in the second chair mm-hmm. and all the mistakes you made that you thought you were doing well. So how can we how can we learn from that? Yeah, well, it, it's 
the list is long. <laughs> um, you know, the encouragement factor, I think I over, I underestimated mm. or I overestimated how much encouragement I gave to my pastor. Wow. wow. And now that I'm in it, I realize, wow, I could have been encouraging a lot more than I thought I was encouraging. I thought I was maybe one of the better guys at it, you know, for Pastor John or, you know, a big day or a big weekend or like he's preaching on tithing. You guys have, I didn't know how hard it was. I did it even in the second year. Pastor John would have me teach on stewardship right. and things like that. And you just, this weight comes on you that you're like, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. I hope everybody doesn't leave. And it's just, you start having these kind of crazy thoughts a little bit. So I'm not, I am saying your pastor has crazy thoughts, you know, but more nervous <laughs> thoughts or things like that. And, and the more that I could have been encouraging, that's probably one of the biggest things I could have encouraged more like pastor, we're with you this weekend. We're praying for you, which we were praying, but maybe I didn't vocalize that or, you know, it was something good that he said and a team meeting or staff meetings. They were, they were world-class staff meetings. Now I'm not in those. And I realize. Oh, that was world class. I should have maybe been saying, "Thank you for that staff meeting today on an average Thursday in November." Right, <laughs> you know, right. just taking things for granted. So many things I could go on and on about those. those so I'm gonna piggy. I'm gonna piggyback on that. What do you wish you would have known as a second cheerleader that now you know? You don't sleep as well. <laughs> um, our church was quite large, several campuses. You know, I think probably when we left, probably around 75 full time staff members. Mm-hmm. And as executive pastor, there was two of us, and we shared that load with our pastors. And so I thought I felt the weight and the burden um, of the church, and I thought I felt somewhat of what my pastor did, but I think it was a smaller percentage than what I knew. And I will wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning now where before I slept really good through the night. (laughs) And it's like I'll be thinking about an email that came in of somebody who's upset about something where before I, that was like, well, yeah, that, that person emailed. They're just a person that's got a problem and we'll deal with them. But now it's like, well, that person could actually cause harm to the usher team and greeter team. And then they could spread a bad report in the church. And you, your mind can go into this whole scenario of like how this one bad thing could actually be a lot worse. And I didn't really feel all that before. Yeah. Wow. Um, or a family leaving the church it was like, well, God, you know, God bless them to go. We got more coming, you know. But yeah, no, when well you're said. the pastor, you're like, well, no, we're trying to grow this thing. You know, you feel, you just feel all those well, things more. On a recent episode with Pastor Kevin, we actually talked about the idea that, I mean, I can maybe count on one hand the amount of days I have woke up thinking about, like, I wonder if enough tithe came in this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Like, just being real, I, I, didn't, I didn't think about it that much. When, right. I, when I was on full-time staff, I mean, I, my direct deposit went in the 5th and the 20th and it was great, you yeah. know, and right. life, and, but, but when you step into a lead role, all yeah, of a sudden I have you, this you, little app on my phone that see Brandon, this little green emoticon that says metrics. Yeah. Church metrics, yeah. And then yep. you click on it and it tells you your attendance and how many first time guests. Yeah. And, and it's, it's my it's, most used app. And it's free by the way. But, <laughs> but I think you're, resource. I think you're saying something though that's important that we all have to be aware of. We, we may not feel the pressure, but we can be mindful yeah. That right. our pastors are carrying something. That's right. That we just don't we don't automatically see. We don't right. automatically right. walk in it. Um, I think one of the things I also respect the most about you is your longevity in ministry. So good. Um, you 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 have and are going the distance. You you have 
I don't know if this is the right way to say this, but I mean, you've out, you've outrun a lot of people. I think you get, you get a few years on a ministry and people that were running alongside of you aren't running alongside of you yep. anymore. Yeah. And, you, and you just have to keep going. You have to stay planted. You have to, you have to keep walking. Um, when you were in the second chair, did you ever want to quit? Yes. And if so, <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. That was fast. Um, did you ever want to quit? And, and what did you do? Yeah to keep going in those moments. Well, I, I'll just give everybody permission in the second chair to quit any, any night you need to just sign up again in the morning <laughs> uh, before you go quit to your yeah. pastor. So yep. I learned that from pastor Willie George. He said, I quit a lot of times on Sunday night, but I signed back up on Monday. Come on. And so we've only had, I've only had two pastors in my entire life. One for 31 years was Pastor Roy Gerald and yep. then Pastor John Leslie. And so, you know, when you spend that much time with with people or under the authority of people, you're going to have the opportunities to leave over something petty or something small. But I think we refuse to give in to that and know that this is where God put us. We're going to bloom where we're planted. We're not going to run from difficulty. We're not going to run from because I got scolded or treated bad or, you know, they didn't really hear me out. Those are all lousy reasons to leave. And then really, I think the strength of what Paige and I would feel like our ministry is today is because we just stayed through garbage. We stayed through tough times. We stayed. And so if I could give anybody a tip, it's just stay. Don't quit. You get a job offer for better money. If somebody comes headhunting you, don't take it. Go if you're yes. called to go there. But yes. if, you're, if it's for money, don't do it. You know, just sit tight. Um, that would be some of my thoughts on that is some of the greatest things we have today is because we didn't leave and we weren't the greatest. I'm not the greatest leader. I'm not the greatest preacher. I feel very inadequate, actually, to be real honest. This last season has been very hard. I uh, hadn't preached on a regular basis. You know, I kind of work one or two great messages a year when Pastor John was out of town. <laughs> and so you feel like, oh, I'm great at this. But leading the church and preaching, wow, that's been a challenge. So, you know, it's you just got to come back to like, well, I don't have to be all that. I just need to stay now and keep doing what I can do and be faithful to it. And God's blessed us because of that, just staying put. That's awesome. So that, that would be a tip. So I think um, you have a unique perspective from being in a second chair, now being a lead pastor. And I feel like there's a lot of people who may never get to that place. And I don't think that should be the goal Right. is to become a first chair leader, but oh. always being planted in the second chair, knowing that that is your calling and that's your, that's yeah. where you're going to be and lead well from that for your whole life. Well said, Kendra. So I want to say, you know, to all of you to, to lead well from there, but I want to know from you, what would you to say to someone who is in the second chair who may never get to that first chair position? How sure. do you, what, what do you want to say to them? Well, I always came to this this thought of trustworthiness and the stewardship part of it is a heavy thought for promotion. You know, anytime I thought, well, God, why am I being held back? I really recommend Pastor Kevin's book, The Proving Ground. Mm -hmm. And there was times in my life I would go back to it. Um, but one thought is Jesus said, I will not give you your own if you haven't been faithful with what someone else is. And I think people that do aspire to a uh, higher level of leadership. Nothing wrong with that. God puts that in your heart to be a great leader and a number one kind of leader. Awesome. He who aspires to leadership desires a noble thing. Great. But are you being faithful with what's not your own? 
Right. You know, and I, I encourage people on a team. One of the ways to stay in check with that is to support other ministries within your church that you're not responsible for. Yeah, so good. So if you're a youth pastor, you show up for the wisdom club for the senior citizens and you cheer them on. Yeah. Or you get involved with the kids ministry, big we, kids me. life XL day and yep. you're you're in charge of the trash duty with the youth team and you went to the kids path that that keeps you in the game of it not being about what is in it for you or right. is this going to advance me but I'm being faithful with with somebody else's Doing like this is Brandon takes. and Lindsay's and, and or am I going to be faithful with their team and with what they're doing and their pot you know yeah. it's just I think that keeps your heart right yeah. instead of looking for another opportunity it's like, well, God's given me this for my pastor. I'm going to be faithful. He asked me to set up the chairs. I'm going to set them up better. Like this is world-class chairology day, <laughs> you know, and in that then God promotes you, you know. So whether you uh, you move up in, in the ranks, so to speak, in the kingdom and it, or not, that's not to us to worry about. God promotes and God Absolutely. lifts up. So well and if he doesn't. He doesn't. I trust in him, and I'm going to be faithful with my pastor's vision and what he's called Amen. them to do. I love that. So well said. Um, I'll land the plane with a final question here. Um, if you were to go back to your season as a second chair leader, what's one thing you would do differently? Like if you could just oh, rework gosh, one, one thing. thing. He brought it down what, to what, what would you do one. more of or what would you do less of? What would you say to that? Wow, no, that's a tough one. Uh, I think I would. I think I would be busy being a bigger cheerleader, um, rallying people more than I did. I already mentioned encouraging my pastor, but I think it might be the rally spirit, yeah. being a greater champion vocally, you know, it's the weekend. It's the, I, I always thought, Pastor John's kind of funny. He, he always posts on Saturday about his church tonight. <laughs> you know, like, like, post about your dog more, or, you know, <laughs> things like that. You know, you, you, can, you can, might have this little thought in your, your head, but you, you do. When I pull on the campus, I want to be the greatest cheerleader at my church for the weekend and for kids and for youth and for what's happening at, at our church. And I probably think I could have done that even better than I'm doing right now, you know, than I did, like I'm doing right now and what I feel right now. Um, it's cheering, cheering, cheering everybody on, cheering yeah. my pastors on, cheering the vision on, you know, you always so feel like you could do more. So I love it. I love it. And I love you. And I love your voice. And uh, you're not getting away from leading second very far. You're going to be <laughs> back on the podcast we again love very you guys. soon. So We're just going to book this right now on mic so that, you know, we just make this happen. Anything uh, for you, Brandon. I'm always open. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, your your voice and perspective over the years has meant the world to me. And awesome. I, I think the you. reason I wanted to record this today, specifically this at Team Church episode, you're part of our team. But I just hope everyone grasps some of what I've learned from you over the years and, and watch from you. So thank you very much. Awesome. We love you. Dan, we love you so much. And hey, for everyone that's listening to this, this we've recorded this live at Team Church Conference. I hope you've been able to check out some of our sessions live online with uh, Team Church Live. If you haven't, I'd encourage you to stay tuned to the Leading Second podcast over the next few weeks or the newly launched Team Church podcast um, that is out. And we are excited to um, share with you some of the sessions. We've been talking about this week. It's been good, hasn't it, Kendra? It's been awesome. It's, Exceptional. It's been, yes. It, and, and if you listen back, you'll know what that means. Uh, also, the Leading Second podcast will return with regular 
Thursday episodes on Thursday, September 12th. We're yeah. going for the rest of the year. Uh, beginning on September 12th, it's going to be awesome. So leading second, we love you. We consider it the honor of a lifetime to have a voice into your life, into your world. Until next time, let's run strong for the kingdom and lead in an uncommon way together. God bless you.